Aloha and welcome to the first ever Student Sustainability Coalition Roundtable at UH Manoa. We are a group here at KTUH, the only station that loves you, radio for the people. And we're he joined here by leaders of RIOs working on sustainability. And it is such an honor to be your host today. My name is Ari Eisenstadt. I'm the podcast director here at UH, uh, KTUH. And we're going to pass it over to our moderator, Ashley, to start us off. Hi guys, I'm Ashley. I'm representative of SSC here at UH Manoa. And yeah, thank you guys all so much for being here. Mm -hmm. Like this is really, truly an exciting opportunity for all of us. I think we all see the incredible, incredible possibilities of what can come from this, like bringing all of our resources together, tightening the links, you know, our own personal connections, um, even further understanding more deeply, like, what we're doing here like what our purpose is as people you know like we really are all united i think together with this common future for sustainability and environmentalism which is so beautiful and like deeply moving for me and it's so inspiring to see so much passion and so much commitment from all of you so thank you all so much for being here um the ssc truly is a gift like we are creating some really 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 amazing stuff uh so the ssc Basically, we are a connection of uh, leaders in environmentalism, different RIO heads, and yeah. So we all represent larger bodies of people, and we're here coming together to share our networks and share our knowledge and our wisdom. My name is Stacy Gray. I'm a third-year law student at the William S. Richardson School of Law, and I'm here representing uh, No Single Use Hawaii, which is a coalition of students and community members who want to fight for a sustainable Hawaii. Right now, No Single Use is focused uh, exclusively on the styrofoam ban. And there are three bills. Should I talk about those later? Talk about them now. Um, there are three bills going up in front of the legislature that have already passed through the Senate and are headed into the House. And those bills are SB 522, and that is a ban on all single-use plastic food items. SB 11, which is the foam phase-out bill, and then SB 367, <coughs> which is kind of a <clears throat> mixture. It's straws, bags, and um, polystyrene, which is the long name for what we call styrofoam. Um, so we're, we're really trying to push a concerted effort to force the legislature to do something they don't want to do, which is ban single-use plastics. Uh, they haven't wanted to do it until now. They, we've been trying for years to pass something through, and we have a group of really impassioned uh, young adults, and we want to really put the pressure on the legislature to make positive change this session. We're not going to wait another year, and we want to let them know that we're not going to wait anymore. Um, so you can check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook, no single use, and then there's a dash between single and use, no, no single use Hawaii. And we have an, uh, an event this evening at 5 p.m. at the law school in classroom three on the EVA side of the, of the building. And at that meeting this evening, we're gonna go through a summary of the phone bills and we're going to give a tutorial on how to submit meaningful testimony to the state legislature and then we're going to discuss a very exciting, very visual um, uh, lobbying event at, that we're going to try to get a large number of people involved in this legislative session to uh, pass this, this phone ban. 
Hello everybody, my name is Harvey. I am a student senate representative from Windward Community College, uh, sustainability chair, sustainability student uh, HUI president, the Surfrider member, as well as a uh, board member with the Society for Conservation Biology. Um, what I want to hear, what I want to promote here today, is the Symbiosis event that's going to be happening uh, all month long, in the month of March, at Art at Mark's Garage. It is. It starts tomorrow with uh, First Friday in Chinatown. Uh, the Symbiosis event connects people with the aesthetic and information levels of the oceans, uh, with specific, uh, specifically to the Hawaiian coral reef communities, uh, with a blend of science and art, and so. Uh, we're, real, we're real happy to bring this uh, new um, and uh, creative way of interpreting the science behind what's going on with our oceans here locally in Hawaii. Hi, uh, my name is Natalie. I'm from Germany and I'm a graduate student at UH. And next to me is beautiful Dominique Peña. I am from Costa Rica. I'm a transfer student. And we're both in charge of the Surfrider UH chapter. And Surfrider's mission is the protection and, and enjoyment of the world's oceans, beaches, and, and waves through a powerful, powerful activist network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, as you guys can hear, we are very passionate about what we do, and our community in Surfrider has grown a lot since uh, some years back. We've been doing a lot of things on campus, such as trying to ban plastic straws, so that built a lot of community um, a lot of insights on how legislation process works in UH, out of UH, and how students can really be a voice within our community and our larger community at a state level. So um, apart from that, we have a couple of events too that are coming up. We have a beach cleanup on March 10th, which is at the Mackay Pier. Then we also um, have our working meeting today, but we're actually gonna join um, Stacy's workshop today so we're all gonna see you guys at 5 p.m. Um, and we're gonna hopefully have a really good discussion about how we can come together and have a great action for the um, styrofoam bill that's happening on the legislature right now. And then next week if you want to get more involved in Surfrider on the Oahu chapter we have a general meeting at 6 30 p.m. on Wednesday next week and that is at Revolution. So come join us and we're gonna get show you how to get more engaged in the legislative session and how to testify and what bills are important for us. Aloha everybody, my name is Max Bendis. I'm here representing the Society for Conservation Biology here in Hawaii. I run their Science Communication Committee, uh, but we also have committees focused on policy and community outreach and engagement. You know, SCB here in Hawaii, we're a statewide chapter of a global organization so our outreach isn't limited just to UH although we are very focused here we do a lot of events here and we have many student members here but we're really focused on Hawaii as a state and so we want our impact to be broad and we think that UH as a community leader can help expand that impact of sustainability and environmental responsibility to other people outside the state we're going to be having a general meeting coming up uh, within the next couple of months. We don't have an exact date for it yet, so keep on keep an eye out. Um, if you're interested in joining any of our committees, policy, outreach and education, and my committee, the best committee, science communication, uh, please check out our website, www.hiscb.org. You can also find us on Facebook, 
Twitter, and I believe we also have an Instagram. We're working on it. We'll get it to you as soon as we can. But, you know, we have lots of opportunities for people to get engaged and get involved promoting sustainability and conservation and environmental responsibility here in Hawaii and here at UH. Membership is free for students, regardless of what school you go to. And it's only $10 for everybody else. So get involved, get active, HISCB.org. Yes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Ari Eisenstadt again. Uh, I am honored to represent the Graduate Student Organization as the St Sustainability Chair and would recommend anyone, if you're a graduate student or interested in graduate student issues, uh, to check out our social media on Facebook, Instagram, uh, as well as our website at GSO Manoa. Uh, I'm also here as the co-founder of the United Nations Association, UH Manoa chapter, that is actually sponsoring this event today. We're a brand new chapter in supporting sustainable development globally as well as locally. And one of the big issues around sustainable development when we're looking at the five P's of sustainability, which is people, planet, prosperity, peace, and partnerships, when we're looking at people, uh, human rights is a big issue, and we're having the Human Rights Day on March 1st, that's tomorrow, at the Hawaii State Capitol. We'll be joined by Senator Kalani English, Professor Joshua Cooper, uh, as well as the United Nations Association uh, former National Council member, Zephanie Smith-Eisenstadt. So hope to see you there and get more involved in human rights and environmental issues at the Capitol. want to say thank you again to KTUH for... Uh, hosting us today and for celebrating the 50th anniversary. So please always be following KTUH at the, on the radio at 90.1 <laughs> FM and KTUH.org. Thanks. Aloha, everyone. My name is Aurelia Gonzalez. Um, I am a graduate student here at UH and also the president of the Hawaii Streams and Ecosystems Club, uh, which is a fairly new club. And uh, our mission is to is centered around innovative solutions for addressing stream and reef health. Um, we meet every first Friday in Sherman, uh, 103 at 2 p.m. Uh, some of the activities that we would like to engage our club members in is community uh, education, citizen science, uh, collaborative conferences and working groups around stream-related uh, issues, uh, as well as stream, stream cleanups and invasive species removal, uh, do-it-yourself green infrastructure, and learning and sharing new technology centered around uh, monitoring our stream systems. Uh, so if you are interested, uh, please, we would like you to come to our first Friday meetings at 2 p.m. in Sherman 103. Uh, if you would like to to uh, contact our club right now it would be the best would be emailing me at aurelia g at hawaii.edu uh, that is spelled a u r e l i a g as in gonzalez at hawaii.edu Aloha, my name is Rosemary Colhavy Sutherland and I am the waste reduction fellow for the UH system office of sustainability um, we are an official UH office that is trying to make um, UH, all systems of UH, more sustainable in the way that we exist as a university and a university chain and things like that. Uh, recently, we distributed uh, a campus mug that we called the Ugly Mug, like UH <laughs> and then GLY. Anyways, um, we distributed these mugs that we saved from being disposed and gave students a great discount at one of our... Um, 
one of our places that sells coffee that is run by the dining services here at UH Manoa. Um, and we're trying to just encourage waste reduction and there are various other things that the office is kind of taking care of. So if you're ever interested in sustainability within the UH system, uh, feel free to contact that office on your campus and find out what's going on. Thank you very much. Um, I would like to just have a question uh, for everybody and open up a little bit into discussion too. Mm. Um, I'd like to see how every um, organization that we all are part of, how does that overlap with what's happening right now in our efforts to try to reduce plastic reduction on this, as, at a state level and also at UH Manoa? Um, well, no single use is really trying to go uh, at the legislative effort. Um, we're we're going strictly at a legal from a legal aspect. Uh, Shane and I are both law students, so it kind of makes sense. Um, but when I'm not wearing my law student hat, I'm also a member of Surf Rider and the Nature Conservancy and Sierra Club and all these other great organizations. But um, so. Trying to get plastics out of UH and out of the state is is our focus, and we're trying to do that through a citizens movement. <laughs> what are some activities that you have planned for this new, not not new, but this powerful and collaborative no single use Hawaii movement that you guys are starting? So our first target is really this foam ban, but I have a vision that it's going to move past that. So we're gonna start at foam and then we're gonna move to straws and cutlery and try to figure out a, a solution to dog waste. Um, I know that it affects streams. I, I am a dog owner and I'm super embarrassed mm -hmm. to say that I use a plastic bag every morning to mm -hmm. pick up his poop. And I wanna find a solution that is that, that can be positive for the whole state. Um, and if anyone else has ideas of pet waste, I am all ears. <laughs> Contact me. <laughs> and um, I know well, Surfrider has a really interesting program called Ocean Friendly Restaurants that is also working a lot towards the legislati legislative round and trying to get more restaurants to testify for that. So Natalie, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, this program has been fairly new. So it's about two and a half years old and we already have 200 restaurants across all islands that are ocean friendly. And that means that they don't have any foam. They try their best to reduce any kind of single use plastics, conserve water, conserve energy, um, offer sustainable um, fish, and also vegetarian and vegan options. And so that helps a lot in the legislative session because we can now show that there are restaurants that are also very small mom and pop shops that are protecting the world in the mm -hmm. ocean mm -hmm. and don't need to have foam as a takeout container. There are so many other solutions that, that are offered like paper, paper trays, paper straws. So we have a lot of options and the more we demand those options, the more is available. There's like more and more distributors that just are coming to this island to offer these sustainable materials that we just need to like require more. So there is a solution and since we know the negative impact of plastic pollution, we have to be responsible and actually choose a better, more sustainable choice. Yeah, you're, you're entirely right. And the decision isn't just in the hands of the restaurants themselves. You know, we can all do things on our own to promote sustainability. So when I'm going to a restaurant 
to get something to take out, I'll bring a Tupperware container mm -hmm. and ask them to put it in it. Like I, I love Panda Express. I think a lot of people do too. There's one on, there's one on campus. Uh, I bring a Tupperware to them and ask if they can put my order into it, and they are always super excited to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, when I go to Jamba Juice, because I just gotta get my white gummy bear fix, <laughs> I ask them, you know, no no top, no straw. Uh, just to, to cut down on that extra plastic waste that's being produced. And the next step for me would be to bring my own cup. And maybe they'll put it in it, maybe they won't. I haven't actually tried it yet. Or your, or your or ugly mug. Or my ugly mug, yeah. They do. I have brought one to John's Juice, and they will put it in it. Great. So all, all students on campus, now you know you can use your ugly mug to fill up with Jamba Juice. Yes. And someday, potentially, if this pilot program goes really well, and this is where students really come in handy with sustainability movement, is that um, you know the people who run UH care what the students think a lot. So uh, at the end of the semester, we are going to be sending out a survey about how often people use their mugs. And with that information, we're going to be able to lobby for more activities like that, more funding to give mm -hmm. all UH students a mug, or to get better discounts from Starbucks or um, other places on campus that serve drinks in order to just make it as waste-reducing friendly as possible mm -hmm. so that everybody can be bringing their Tupperware and mugs and... Yes. Or like we'll have a stock of them that we can hand out if someone forgets theirs or things like that. Yeah. Well, that is music to my ears. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to add on that too, that if um, you're listening to us right now and you're passionate already about all of these things and piggyback writing on what Max was talking about, as students we carry our bags everywhere we go. So if you want to get on board with that earlier and start bringing all your re reusable containers, mugs, uh, utensils or, or, or plastic wear, in this case glassware please start doing that because the university really start needs to see that students are on board and this is what they want mm -hmm. and if we can reach um, or target a reusable system for food at UH that would be huge also in putting us as leaders to in, in the United States and moving away from single-use Mm -hmm. I just want to point out, or you know, um, mention that it's so great to see that this roundtable is really exemplar of the um, the social action required, both at the, the personal level and then at the kind of big picture. So, um, I mean, we have, at, you know, influence that has been gaining over almost a decade to help put these legislative bills through, even uh, to like make it to this like the second part of the legislative process. Um, the bills never actually got like through their first look um, over with, within that decade until just last year. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely a, something that's been gaining speed and you can see that around the world um, with you know, Europe and now we have some states uh, within the United States that are making the effort to um, work towards the plastic reduction. So that's very, very exemplar of us here, thanks. And this is not an original thought, but the, the, I love doing beach cleanups, and I think they're absolutely important. Mm -hmm. um, but I think of the plastics problem as a bathtub that's overflowing. And when we're doing a beach cleanup, we're putting towels down to mop up the water when we have to turn off the faucet. Mm -hmm. And making these big changes in our legislature and, and bringing your own, pla own plastic-free containers and living as an example is mm -hmm. going to turn that faucet off. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up, Stacy, because it, uh, it reminds me of this sort of dichotomy in talking about waste removal or cleanup 
there's something that's talked about as upstream action and downstream action. And so even even recycling is at yeah, streams. Even even recycling is is a downstream action because we're taking waste that has already been produced and we're trying to repurpose it. But in order to have a greater impact, we need to be looking at upstream systems. So not producing that waste in the first place, not using as many plastics in the first place, buying products which aren't overly packaged. You know, I, I went to the store the other day because I just had a craving for graham crackers. I wanted them so badly. But all the packs that I could find were, you know, packaged for single use. It was a big box with lots of little plastic sleeves in it. And I just couldn't bring myself to buy one because of all the waste that it would produce. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's me not buying that product didn't have any real impact. It was just sort of me ethically saying, is this the kind of consumer that I want to be? And, you know, people talk about if everybody votes with their dollar, we can have a large impact. But honestly, that's not enough. Mm -hmm. Voting with your dollar is great, but you can also vote with your actual vote. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so these policy changes, these legislative bills that we're talking about here, that we're trying to pass, that we're sharing our, our support of and trying to get people involved in, these are the things that are going to have major impacts. And once again, I want to plug SCB. We have a policy committee, but we don't really have anybody running it. It's not super active. Um, so if you are a policy person who's listening to this, if you're environmentally focused, if you, if you want to get involved, if you want to help craft policy statements or get involved in you know, environmental policy in the legislature. We have an opportunity for you. We would love for you to get involved. HISCB.org, please contact us. Cool, I'd like to piggyback on that because I really think that this is gonna require a cultural change. Like we have a culture of inaction here, as, as sad as that is, it's kind of true. A lot of people I think are afraid and they don't realize the impact that they can have, they actually see that and envision that as a future for themselves. So if we can somehow help people realize that we can make a difference and we can vote, we can get involved in politics, we can make our voices heard, we can start something that's really, really, really big. So, I mean, I, I see that as what we're doing here right now. You know, we're creating these waves, we're creating this awareness. So, yeah, thank you guys all so much, but cultural, cultural changes. <laughs> um, something that I've learned in uh, advocating for freshwater streams and ecosystem health is that some people hear about these, these great solutions, right? Uh, you know, let's not use single-use pl plastics and let's get pollution out of our streams. Um, but what's happening is that people, uh, and especially young, young people, um, are actually missing the gaps as to why, the, the, the basis of why and the connections of why. And we hear uh, pollution is bad and plastic is bad, but, but we're really sometimes fundamentally missing um, the, the reasons why. And, and uh, so, so at Hawaii Streams and Ecosystems, we are trying to get people back to the streams and, and linking those connections of, you know, we care about stormwater runoff, we care about plastics, um, because that, that affects our, our native um, freshwater gobies and our insects and our, our, our waterfowl. So, so linking some of those connections, um, you know, people might not know how plastic directly influences the reef system um, and how sediment directly influences the reef system. Mm -hmm. So so 
So uh, really advocating for education and um, kind of taking it a step back and not pushing some of these words, but but um, and the explanation of uh, really has has shown to be beneficial um, in my involvement in trying to get other people involved and concerned about stream health. Yeah, I want to just say I appreciate the the cultural aspect too, because as we talk about the socioeconomic climate, you know, here locally we live in Hawaii, and the you know, indigenous cultural context is definitely something that I don't think gets recognized often enough. Mm -hmm. And in terms of talking about it in in the sustainability dynamic, you know, finding the interconnection, um, finding how where we where we're looking to adjust to in our socioeconomic climate. Um, and making these interconnections that, um, oh shucks. <laughs> I, think, I think it's important to remember that Hawaii pre-contact had the same population yes. as it does today and they yes. were completely sustainable. That's yes. actually, maybe they had a few less. Different it was, quality it was of life though. Oh. No. But it was over a million. No, there was no, more, there's oh. as much people. Mm -hmm. just, is, just as much. In the state entirely? Or the whole statewide. Yes. statewide. There's, in any case, so, but it's a, yeah, well, going a off very, of that, completely sustainable, point, yeah. growing all of their own food. Right. It's, it's so the way it is possible. Certainly they were sustainable <laughs> and growing their own food. Um, I think there are some people who would debate that population. Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't have the numbers or the background to debate that myself, but I've, I've heard lots of mixed things on either side. But, but, but tonight I can take it into a debate. Yes, <laughs> that's not what we're here to right, do. Right, right. The point of the interconnection part is that connecting the pieces into a circular economy is what our goal is now. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you go to a native Hawaiian tarot farmer, what he would say, when you ask him about a circular economy, he would tell you that, oh, cir circular economy, brah, I got my circular economy. Where's yours, mm -hmm. you know? So I just wanted to like, you know, yeah, thank you. Thank you for bringing up the cultural aspect. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad that this was brought up because there is so much that we can learn from Hawaiian culture and from pre-contact Hawaiian ag systems mm -hmm. um, and just resource systems. You know, in Hawaiian tradition and culture, there's this concept of what's called a mali ola. And it's uh, you enrich the land and the land enriches you. You know, it's this concept coming from aloha aina, Malama Aina, you need to be a good steward of your land, you need to love your land, and when you do that, your land takes care of you in return. And mm -hmm. so, you know, one of the things that we do, we, we're here to all talk about sustainability, but the reason we're here to do that is because we have a connection to our land, mm -hmm. we have a connection to mm -hmm. nature and the natural mm -hmm. world, we see the beauty that's mm -hmm. out there, and we want to protect it, we want to restore it, we want to make sure it's here for our children yes. and their children to enjoy. I think it's so, so, so important that every day we remind ourselves of why we're really here. What is it that we're here to do? What is it that motivates us? What is it that inspires us at every level, every level of our lives and sustainability and our passion that we all share within ourselves? It, you know, that's what carries us forward. So, so to wrap up with that, we're talking about action. We're talking about having a new culture with this generation and not talking as much, but acting more with purpose, with intention and connection. So why if you're listening to us and you haven't got into the capital and you don't have an account yet there's an easy way to do that in which through that account you can support any bill you want uh, you can read through the bill you can see when it's their hearings are are gonna be held and you can submit your testimony so Natalie do you want to give a quick quick three steps on how to do that and if you're listening 
take out your smartphone, computers, and do it right away so we can start with this culture yeah. of action. So first of all, I want you to know that I'm not from here. I'm not a US citizen, so I'm not allowed to vote. But I can still vote for those bills that are being mm. heard here. And that's my way to contribute here in the, in the politics. Um, so you can go to capital.hawaii.org and you can actually just capital.hawaii.gov and you can just sign in with your email. You just have to create an account and then you can pretty much upload your testimonies. So if you know the bill numbers and that's crucial, there are so many bills out there. So you sh it's helpful if you follow some of these groups that are already like screening through all these bills that are important for them. So if you follow Surfrider, Oahu, Surfrider UH, or No Single Use Hawaii, or Sierra Club, or Zero Waste Oahu, they already do all that's the work for you and inform you when they're being heard. So that's, I think, one step is getting informed, getting, yeah, getting to know what you want to vote for. And then if you, there's, um, once you're logged in, you can pretty much um, put in the bill number and then a screen will show up where you can actually testify. So this website is so easy to use, um, so you should really use it. <laughs> Fantastic. And I think the, the key is, is that it's going to take all of us to achieve the sustainable development goals. We need governments. We need civil society. We need businesses. We need education. Whether you're working at the downstream on the demand side or the supply side uh, or the policy side, uh, it really is going to take everyone. And I think that that's the great part of the Student Sustainability, sustainability Coalition. So whatever you're interested in, there is an RIO for you. We welcome you all to get involved, to come join us. We're hosting this roundtable again next month, March 27th at noon in Hemingway Hall. We welcome you all to come. We hope you will all interact with us on online, on social media, uh, and really get involved at the state level. Uh, Hawaii is now the first ever United Nations Local 2030 sustainable Sustainability Hub. So we really want to lead the way and be a an example to other other communities around the world as we really strive towards our goal of sustainability. So I want to thank our panelists and our roundtable so much for joining us today. We hope to see you again next month. Thank you so much again to KTUH. Uh, we'll see you soon. Aloha. Thanks for Aloha. Yeah.